Good morning. It is Friday, July 21st, 2023. Friday, July 21st, 2023. Slava Ukraine. Slava. Uh, being Friday, don't forget it to look for Friday's flaming bag of crap left on your doorstep. Uh, that's when politicians throw something out there in the afternoon uh, or evening of Friday or on Saturday in the hopes that it'll disappear in the 24-hour news cycle and you will know nothing about it next week. Yeah, that's what they do. Um, PVTV, Political Views TV Podcast. That's what you Google to find me. Tell your friends to Google Political Views TV Podcast. Those four words. Uh, and I'll show up right at the top of the search. Man, do I appreciate you so much. I really do. I just wanted to make sure you knew that. Uh, if you can, uh, pre, uh, please br- bring someone uh, with you today or this weekend. That would be awesome. Um Tweet to me, questions, insights, or come fight with me at Cyberclops, C-Y-B-E-R-C-L-O-P-S on the Twitter. Uh, Maybe you want to send me a news story. Maybe you want to say hi to me and uh, congratulate uh, me on my stupidity of going four years without getting paid a dime to do this. Five hours a day of work, at least. Man, am I an idiot. Anyway, let's get to it. Let's start with the war in Ukraine. Uh, Yesterday, the U.S. imposed sanctions on roughly 120 firms and people from Russia to the United Arab Emirates uh, to Kyrgyzstan in an effort to choke off Moscow's access to products, money, and financial channels that support its invasion of Ukraine. Uh, The sanctions imposed by the Treasury and State Departments targets dozens of Russian mining, technology, and munitions firms and commercial banks. In addition, uh, a group of Kyrgyzstan-based electronics firms and its leadership were targeted as exporters of components and other technology to Russia. An engineering company based in UAE that sent dozens of shipments of electronics to Russia was also sanctioned. Deputy Secretary of Treasury Wally Adeyemo said, the actions represent another step in our efforts to constrain Russia's military capabilities, its access to battlefield supplies, and its economic bottom line. The EU has adopted new sanctions against Iran on July 20th. In view of Iran's military support of Russia's war of aggression against Ukraine, uh, that's the reasoning. Uh, the sanctions prohibit the export of components to Iran, which are commonly used in the construction of attack drones. Six Iranians involved in the uh, in supporting the uh, Russian military are subject to an asset freeze and travel restrictions. The sanctions come after months of reports from the Ukrainian authorities that the Iranian-made Russian attack drones contain certain Western parts. Uh, what happens uh, the, uh, um, in Iran, they, they make the drones, they get parts from around the world. Uh, uh, that's how these parts end up in drones that attack Ukraine. So the sanctions will stop them from getting those parts from around the world, hopefully. Uh, they're still, they're, they'll still be able to get some parts, and they might be able to substitute others, uh, but this might slow them down a little. Iran's foreign ministry spokesman, Nasser Kanani, said linking the Ukraine war with Iran-Russia bilateral cooperation is politically motivated. We stressed ending the conflict, uh, conflict diplomatically. Iran reserves the right for reciprocal and proportional actions against the EU sanctions and its members. Uh, you know, 
So you're going, they're going to sanction you for, uh, by not sending you parts and you're going to sanction them by not buying the parts. Is that, is that how it's going to work? Uh, remember a couple weeks ago when Zelensky said the roofs of the uh, uh, nuclear power plant at Zaporizhia were mined. So when exploded, they would look like a missile attack. So the IAEA asked for access to the roofs. They had, they had, they had uh, um, looked through the entire nuclear power plant and they said, oh, everything was fine. There were no explosives. But then this thing about the roofs came out and they said, oh, okay, let's go look at the roofs. They had inspected everywhere else. Moscow has still not let the IAEA inspectors uh, to inspect the uh, reactor uh, uh, rooftops at the Russian-held nuclear power plant in Ukraine two weeks after it was first requested uh, what it said was essential access. And I would say that is quite telling, wouldn't you say? Uh, The EU is drawing up plans for a 20 billion euro, uh, which is like $22 billion, uh, fund to provide Ukraine with weapons, ammunition, and military aid as it fights Russia's invasion. Uh, Joseph Borrell, the bloc's foreign policy chief, outlined the four-year proposal to EU foreign ministers meeting in Brussels. Uh, This is part of that long-term security proposals that were uh, promised. Uh, Russia's Atas News Agency reported Russia's defense ministry says forces used high-precision weapons on Ukrainian facilities in the fourth successive day of attacks on the port cities. Um, Russian defense ministry spokesman Lieutenant General Igor Konoshenkov said tonight the armed forces of the Russian Federation delivered another strike with sea-based long-range precision weapons at facilities where terrorist acts against the Russian Federation were being prepared uh, using attack uh, uh, unmanned aerial vehicles, UAVs. All designated targets uh, have been hit. Uh, Russian missiles hit grain terminals at an agricultural enterprise in Odessa region in a fourth successive night of airstrikes on southern Ukraine. Odessa's regional governor, Ole uh, Keeper said, unfortunately, the grain terminals of an agricultural enterprise in Odessa region were hit. The enemy destroyed 100 tons of peas and 20 tons of barley, adding that two people had been hurt in the attack. Uh, Keeper said Russia had attacked the, uh, uh, with uh, caliber cruise missiles that were fired from the Black Sea at low altitudes to bypass air defense systems. Now, the reason... That is happening there, but it's not happening in the middle of Ukraine because it's going over land, which is, you know, rolling hills and, you know, things get in the way. So they so sending a missile at really low altitudes is sometimes problematic. However, when you're sending those missiles over the Black Sea, they can be pretty low. And that's what's going on here. Uh, that's why they're getting hit so, so badly in, in uh, Odessa. In uh, Mikolaif. Now that I have your attention, let's move on. Let's try and fix the rest of the world. Uh, let's have some tea. I'm having tea this morning. Uh, hope you guys have a good weekend. Hope it's a great weekend for you. So, in the UK, is the Labour Party finally getting some power? 
We'll see. Uh, Britain's governing Conservative Party suffered two defeats Friday in a trio of uh, special elections, but avoided a complete loss after holding on to former uh, Premier Boris Johnson's Johnson's uh, seat in suburban London. Uh, but but they only held on by 495 seats, and that's kind of telling. Uh, though the main opposition Labour Party and smaller centrist Liberal Democrats overturned massive Conservative majorities to win a, a seat each, Conservatives kept two other seats barely. Uh, but is this a sign of things to come? The Conservative Party is largely seen as out of touch. There is a general election next year, and if the same type of gains are seen, Rishi Sunak could be out. The three election results show Conservatives losing ground across a broad range of voters, suburban land uh, Londoners, small-town dwellers in the north of England, and rural residents in the southwest. Uh, the Liberal Democrats took Somerton and Frome in southeast England, and similarly, similarly, similarly large swings away from the Conservatives. A Liberal Democrats uh, leader, Ed Davies, said, The people of Somerton and Frome have spoken for the rest of the country who are fed up with Rishi Sunak's out-of-touch conservative governments. In that noose, tightening around that bright orange neck, Fannie Willis, the Fulton County District Attorney, investigating Trump's efforts to overturn the 2020 election results in Georgia, have developed evidence, has developed evidence, to charge a racketeering indictment next month. The racketeering statute in Georgia requires prosecutors to show the existence of an enterprise and a pattern of racketeering activity that is predicated on at least two qualifying crimes. The DA has evidence to pursue a racketeering indictment predicated on statuses related to influencing witnesses and computer trespass. The racketeering statute in Georgia is more expansive than uh, its federal counterpart, notably because any attempts to solicit or coerce the qualifying crimes can be included as predicate acts of racketeering activity, even when the crimes cannot be indicted separately. So just the evidence is enough for the indictment. Uh, the grand jury that could decide whether to return an indictment against Trump was seated on uh, July 11th. Charges stemming from the Trump investigation are expected to come between the final week of uh, this month and the first two weeks of August. If you remember, we reported uh, the district attorney, uh, Fannie Willis, originally suggested charging decisions were imminent in January. But then there was that little uh, kerfuffle. Remember that the, um, the, the attorney uh, for the fake electors, all those fake electors, that attorney uh, had not offered them um, immunity deals when they were offered from Fannie Willis. And, they, and then Fannie Willis found out and said, oh, you didn't offer them? You have to offer them. And then suddenly they all said, oh, how, oh me, me, I'll take it, I'll take it. <laughs> Immunity deals to flip on Donald Trump. Uh, the timetable has uh, re repeatedly delayed after a number of Republicans who acted as fake electors accepted immunity deals as the investigation neared its end. Remember, 87, uh, I, I think my count is correct, 87 
fake electors among those, uh, what is it, six or seven states? 87 of them uh, have, have a chance to go to jail on federal charges. Yesterday, a magistrate judge placed a protective order over a forthcoming deposition by Trump in his $500 million lawsuit against his former lawyer and fixer, Michael Cohen, in a dispute with implications for the former president's criminal case in New York. The judge, Edwin Torres, ordered both the transcript and video from the deposition be held, uh, kept uh, confidential at a minimum until he finishes setting the uh, parameters for what evidence in the case will be made public or kept from the public. This is that case which Trump filed in April against Cohen violating attorney for violating attorney-client pr- uh, confidentiality. Trump is seeking $500 million in damages, alleging Cohen violated their agreements through his book, media appearances, and podcast discussions. Because of Trump's decision to file the lawsuit, it could open up records that could be used in other cases against him. Uh, Trump's attorney, Alexandro Brito, asked that other documents not be entered into public domain, including tax returns, text messages, and emails between Trump and his wife, Melania Trump, as well as text messages between Trump and adult film star Stormy Daniels. Uh, Trump is currently facing felony charges in uh, state court in Manhattan in connection with the former president paying off Daniels to stay silent over an alleged affair. By the way, there's breaking news in that this morning. Uh, Brito argued that the uh, discovery uh, Cohen's team wanted to uh, make public would not only provide circus fodder for the press, uh, regarding information Trump views as sensitive and not for public cons- consumption, but would also have an effect on the other cases against Trump. Well, maybe you shouldn't have thrown a stone while in a glass house. I mean, seriously. Which is basically what Cohen's attorney said. Cohen's attorney, Benjamin Brodsky, argued that if Cohen was limited to using certain information, then he wouldn't be able to defend himself against Trump's allegations that he violated attorney-client privilege. Uh, Cohen's uh, attorney also argued that the items being debated, including about Trump's alleged extramarital affairs, had already been widely covered in the press, in, uh, in the New York indictment, and in congressional hearings. If Trump didn't want certain information to become public, he said, then he should not have not be suing Cohen for damages or should dismiss the case. <laughs> Remember how I keep saying Trump's mouth gets him in trouble, his foot and mouth disease? This is one of those cases. He shouldn't have sued Cohen. He should have waited. Um, Taurus <clears throat> told the parties that he was leaning toward making the attorney-client documents confidential while putting the burden on Trump's legal team to argue why other information requested and discovery needed to remain under wraps. So he might get some, but he won't get all. Uh, And this is the breaking news. May 24th, that's the date. That's the date the uh, classified documents case against uh, Trump. Oh, it's not in the New York case. Is it in the New York? No, it's not in the New York case. It's in the uh, DC case. case. Um, That's the date the classified documents case against Trump will begin. U.S. District Judge uh, Aileen Cannon Uh, has uh, postponed it until then. Uh, Prosecutors will likely go to the 11th Circuit Court to request a change back to December and likely 
they might request a change of venue because the judge or the cha a change of judges because the judge seems to be leaning towards helping Trump. A May trial will give Trump political fodder to claim the case is political because of the timing. Not only political fo uh, fodder, he could use it for another court case stating that it's interfering with the election and it needs to be postponed again. And if you don't think he's nutso enough to do that, Think again. That's that's standard operating procedure for Trump. Delay, 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 delay. Trump's lawyers had argued to postpone the proceeding until after the 2024 presidential election in November, arguing the politically charged trial would interfere with his campaigning as the front-running candidate for the GOP nomination. Maybe you shouldn't have broken the law. You know what? I, when I robbed that bank last week, and I got arrested. If I'm going to be uh, in trial, it's going to interfere with my work. I can't go to trial. It's interfering with my work. Why would you? Why would you do that to me? I have to make a living. Stupidest argument as ever, ever. Yesterday, the Securities and Exchange Commission charged a so-called blank check acquisition company formed to merge with Trump's social media company with fraud and announcing a settlement with Digital World Acquisition Corporation, which is uh, listed on the NASDAQ exchange. The SEC uh, said the company misled investors and security regulators by failing to disclose that it was planning to buy Trump Media and Technology Group before DWAC went public in 2021. Digital World Acquisition Company is a special purpose acquisition company, or SPAC, S-P-A-C, a shell company that is created to take a private business public without conducting an initial public offering. Digital World has struggled to execute the planned merger with Trump Media and Technology Group, Failing to rally enough shareholder support to close the transaction, uh, Digital World will pay an $18 million penalty if it completes the deal. But it might not complete the deal. We will see. Yesterday, the Missouri Supreme Court ordered the Republican Attorney General to stand down and allow an initiative petition to legalize abortion in the state to move forward. The court judges unanimously affirmed a lower court's decision that Attorney General Andrew Bailey must approve the cost estimate provided by the auditor, despite Bailey's insistence that the cost to taxpayers of restoring abortion rights could be as much as a million times higher than what the auditor found. A million times higher is really, really, really kind of overestimating. <laughs> He was trying to use the technicality to fight against giving women's uh, right women their rights, right? Uh, because Bailey refused to approve Republican Auditor Scott Fitzpatrick's cost estimate, the Secretary of State has not been able to give the amendment his stamp of approval that is needed for supporters to begin gathering voter signatures to put it on the ballot in 2024. Delay, delay, delay. Judges found that Bailey's stonewalling meant Anna Fitzjames, plaintiff who was represented by the ACLU of Missouri, lost out on nearly 100 days she could have been collecting signatures. Judges wrote, until the official ballot title is certified, a critical step being held up solely by the Attorney General's unjustified refusal to act, Fitzjames cannot challenge the title in circuit court or circulate her petitions. 
Fitzjames. Constitutional right of initiative petition is being obstructed and the deadline for submitting signed petitions draws nearer every day. Uh, ACLU of M Missouri, Executive Director Luz Marie Henriquezzi, in a statement, applauded the decision, but added that it is clear that some who hold office will not hesitate to trample the Constitution if it advances their personal interests and political beliefs. The proposed amendment would enshrine in the Constitution the individual right to make decisions about abortion, childbirth, and birth control. Uh, abortion rights supporters pr uh, proposed the amendment after the state banned nearly all abortions when the U.S. Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade last summer. Uh, the state now allows exceptions for medical emergencies, but not for cases of rape or incest. Uh, I don't know why that happens. Uh, moving on. More anti-Republican actions from Ron DeSantis. By the way, we're having a short one today. Short one today. Simply, simply because you had two long ones on Wednesday and Thursday. I covered a lot of news, so there wasn't much left. <laughs> uh, the Florida governor, DeSantis, is urging the state's pension fund manager to consider legal action against Bud Light's parent company amid conservative backlash to recent marketing efforts. Remember, that uh, has to do with that... Uh, that trans campaign for, oh, this Bud Light is delicious, or, uh, oh, look at this Bud Light can with my name on it, or whatever it is. Uh, DeSantis suggests in a letter, uh, AB InBev breach, uh, breached legal duties owned owed to its shareholders when it decided to associate uh, with radical social ideolo ideologies. Transgender people are radical social ideologies, according to Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. Uh, I'm kind of curious. In what world can DeSantis or Florida challenge business practices, challenge a, a campaign of a business? I mean, there some advertising cam uh, campaigns work and some don't. There's thousands of campaigns every year across uh, 50 states across the world. How can you challenge one little campaign? And oh, this is ridiculous. And by the way, Florida's pension fund lost only $8 a share from a $66 a share high down to $58. And the current share price is still higher than the $44 52 week low. It's still higher. And he's claiming he's losing money. How can he be losing money if it's still higher? This is really stupid. Um, Greek, uh, in Greece, uh, wildfires are out of control. They have uh, three major wildfires. And what's happening is the crazy heat that they're getting in Greece is fueling these fires. 130 degree temperatures are expected this week. That's Death Valley temperatures. Expected in Greece. This is insane. I, how many of you, last year, when I said we would see 140 degree temperatures in uh, areas that are un, uh, unpopulated and 120 degree temperatures in populated areas, thought I was crazy? How many of you, when I told you that last year, that next summer it was going to be like that, 
How many of you thought I was nuts? And look at it now. 120 degree temperatures, Palm Springs. 120 degree, 131 degree temperatures in uh, Death Valley. Greece, 130 degrees. Uh, uh, India, 120 degrees. Come on, guys. It's over. Water temperatures around Florida, 97 degrees for water. But don't worry. Republicans keep telling me that global warming doesn't exist. Nothing here to worry about. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Jeez. Okay, it's Friday. Like I said, it's Friday. Don't forget for, uh, to look for that uh, Friday flaming bag of crap left on your doorstep. That's when Republicans throw something out there in the afternoon uh, or evening news or maybe on Saturday in the hopes that it'll disappear in the 24-hour news cycle because they don't want you to know about it. And, and, and uh, mainstream news media, they're not really good on keeping on top of things. They just want to get to the next thing, the next thing, next thing, next thing, next thing. <laughs> anyway, that's it. Thanks for listening. Friday, July 21st, 2023. Friday, July 21st, 2023. Man, do I appreciate you so much. Can I just say that? I really do. Uh, bring someone with you if you can uh, today or maybe this weekend. PVTV, Political Views TV Podcast. That's what you Google to find me. I'll show up right at the top of the search. Tweet to me questions, insights, or come fight with me at Cyberclops, C-Y-B-E-R-C-L-O-P-S. Maybe send me a news story. Maybe say hi. And remember, always remember, government profit is measured by the betterment of the people. Don't you ever forget that. I'm Peter Lawrence, reporting from Los Angeles.